Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 404 and DGS. Every Tuesday we do the Think Tank. We have a great stable of thinkers. Today we have Kurt Barr and uh, Braxton Payne. So I think the obvious place to start is what you guys were talking about on the break, which is uh, Congresswoman Cori Bush. We had a really good uh, segment with Chet Plieben a couple hours ago. And so if you're just tuning in, you don't know anything about it. Uh, Cori Bush has felt uh, in fear of her life uh, even before she actually was sworn in. You know, lots of hatred out there for her. So she has spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in her campaign funds uh, for personal security. Uh, about somewhere between 60 and 100 of that went to her husband. He was her boyfriend for a while. Then they got married. And so he has been paid to be personal security. The DOJ has confirmed that there's an investigation into this. Chet Plieben was saying that using campaign funds for personal security is, is not against the rules. Uh, hiring your own family is not against the rules, but it all has to be within reason. And so if you're spending more money than uh, is deemed to be within reason, if it's going to someone in some sort of uh, pass-through, it's going into your bank account or it's a slush fund, you can't do that. Uh, Corey Bush was saying that, look, I've been attacked by the right-wing groups forever now, and I'm not going to give up. So that's where we are. Uh, Braxton, you take it first. What do you think? Yeah, so like like you mentioned, there's really- Really nothing illegal about pretty much anything you can use for campaign finance or which campaign I don't dollars like. for, which a lot of people don't like, yeah. and, and especially in Missouri. I mean, Missouri is the wild, wild west. We just implemented uh, contribution limits. I don't know, not that in recent memory. Um, so that's a lot of things you think about. Is that nobody really knows what the money's used for, and donors will donate knowing that it's just going to go towards campaign, quote unquote, campaign activity. And as long as you report it, doesn't really matter. Uh, just seeing this on the surface, uh, Cori Bush seems to be in a pretty good position to fight this politically. Uh, she's already blamed, you know, right wing uh, people, and she's in a Democratic district that's plus 30 percent Democrats. Uh, so I don't see like there's going to be much, much there there. She'll kind of be like Donald Trump where she can say, well, there, there it's a witch hunt against me, which will only help her politically. Uh, Gosh, I, mean, I never thought of that. And so, so true. And so I don't I mean, the DOJ saying it, you know, it'll become a headline. But does it really sway voters in the district? I don't think so. Catch me up. Is Wesley Bell still running against her? Yeah. So Wesley Bell is running against her. He actually had a pretty good fundraising quarter. He raised about over a little over four hundred thousand dollars in her fight to his campaign committee. He's expected to have anywhere between. I mean, he said, I think, five to 20 million dollars in super PACs, uh, largely funded by. 
what you would consider traditional democratic basis, uh, mm-hmm. Jewish groups, uh, as well as labor unions. Labor unions are very upset with her vote on the bipartisan bipartisan yeah. infrastructure bill, and then obviously recently she's voted against the Iron Dome for Israel, Iron Dome funding for Israel. She's called for the ceasefire with the Palestinian war. Uh, so she's never been a friend of Israel, so that there's no surprise that those two groups would spend a lot against her. She only raised about ten thousand dollars into her campaign committee last wow. year, but wow. uh, last I mean, she's not going to pay much. Last cycle, she, yeah, last cycle she she relied on the exact super PAC she claims to hate and and the Justice Democrats, which raise millions and millions and millions of dollars nationally to uh, support what I would consider far, far yeah. left uh, progressive candidates, members of the squad and such. How is she painting Wesley Bell? What's, what's her? Is he like the establishment guy? <laughs> She's ignoring him, Okay, uh, which is smart. Uh, Wesley Bell is, is obviously well-known in St. Louis County. He beat Bob McCullough uh, in a, a Democratic primary, which was a shock to many. He's done. He's become a, progress, a progressive prosecutor in St. Louis County, but the right kind, uh, mm-hmm. to implementing poli- policies but still putting away criminals. Uh, unlike Kim Gardner did here in the city. Uh, so he's he's popular with that. He has a lot of uh, a, a wide base of support in St. Louis County. Uh, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. My recent polling shows that Cory Bush is still the most popular politician in the city of St. Louis among Democratic primary voters. And so he needs to make serious inroads because the district includes all of St. Louis City uh, and obviously includes a lot of North County uh, one of the things I hear a lot from people, though, of Cori Bush is she's becoming a little bit like Lacey Clay. She's not showing up in the district as much. Uh, and right now, I mean, polling shows that she's the, the front runner still. So Wesley Bell really has a lot of work to do between now and August to really make up that ground. And if, you know, if I were Wesley, I would be out attacking her every single day on, on her policies, not so much her as a person. Would it be a fair or unfair statement to say that over the years— the city of St. Louis and the and the neighborhoods near there have elected have been willing to elect lesser candidates than other places. Are, are, is the inner city more gullible when it comes to electing people, or is it nope? You can go anywhere across the state. You're going to find good and bad candidates. Mm-hmm. I I would say anywhere across the state. I, I look at some places in you know West St. Charles County, or even you know in rural counties that are electing people that have no business being in Jefferson City, let alone Congress. But that's the problem with the primary system is you're having, you know, uh, a little under 30 percent of Democrats elect somebody. And you're having in these rural areas a little bit of under 30 percent of Republicans electing uh, these people that are going to win the general election no matter what. So you're having a a very small portion of the population, which are most likely activists on both sides. And so they're, they're going to be more likely to elect somebody that's not in the middle, that is more extreme to the left or to the right. Yeah. Therefore, you're getting people that, frankly, oftentimes are not qualified to be in office. Uh, I like what you said about th- that it helps Trump the more trouble he gets into. So why wouldn't there be a corollary to that on the left? That, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Kurt, the Cory Bush issue? So I don't – basically what you've just said is what I know. Um, you know, campaign funds are you – know, we used to say that if but for – if but for <laughs> this office, would I make this expense? And if the answer is yes, then it's a valid campaign expense. You know, Cory Bush will get in trouble if, 
you know, she's using taxpayer funds for the personal security. And I assume that's what this investigation is on. But, you know, without that, I mean, she's allowed to you know, use her campaign funds for personal security. So uh, and, and this will be silly, but that's how you find the outside parameters. If someone like Cori Bush spent five million dollars on personal security, would her own party say, mm, come on, this is looking crazy? Or is there truly if you don't feel safe, you spend whatever you want to spend? <laughs> yes, I, it's it's all subjective. This is the definition of a subjective campaign finance, uh, you know, because you don't. How how am I to say how she feels and when what kind of death threat she's getting? I know she got death threats. It was obvious. It was it was blatant online, uh, just like every other politician in these days. You know, typically get some type of death threats. Yeah. And it, you know, in, in in the right has said this when this first story first came out of her campaign finance reports before the DOJ investigation is well, she's the biggest. She spent the most money in 2021 of any member of Congress on personal security. Uh, and she was the loudest opponent of defunding the police during that same time. So if if, if security is okay for her, then why isn't it not okay for our neighborhoods? Okay, that's yeah. a great argument, but that's an argument that does well with right leaning voters, moderate mm-hmm. voters. Her district is not moderate. Her yeah. district is very liberal, and it does that just won't play here. So earlier this week, we had uh, the president of the Senate, uh, Caleb Browden, on. The next day, we had Bill Eigel on, who is a senator running for governor. And uh, I think you both know the stories there. I won't bore the audience with it, but the, the basics are it's kind of like a miniature version of the Freedom Caucus in the House and the Chaos Caucus. And Senator Rowden uh, is done with it. And Bill Eigel is saying, like, they're just not conservatives. They're just they're just trying to keep real conservatives from passing laws. Kurt, I'll start with you. So Caleb Rowden is a moderate Republican. He comes from Columbia, which is a you know moderate area of the state. But the majority leader, Cindy O'Loughlin, is a conservative Christian woman. And, you know, I put up, I trust her bona fides as much as anybody there. And so for Igel to say that she's not a conservative, you know, I'm going to say that's just not true. Unfortunately, you know, you know, uh, Eigel and, and this other group, they call themselves the Freedom Caucus. Everybody else calls them the Chaos Caucus because the only thing they've produced is chaos. And so they are being punished the only way the institution can, which is they have been removed from their, their chairmanships. And I think they've been removed from some of their committees. Uh, their parking spots have been moved to the very back of the Senate <laughs> parking garage. They still have their offices. They still have their staff. Um, there's more that could be done to to punish their behavior. But in essence, what they've said is we want IP reform and we are going to stop everything until the legislation that we want is done now. Whereas the leadership has said we also want IP reform, but we want to do it later in the year, not now, it's anecdotal and it's a tiny sample, but the day we had them on, I think it was after uh, Bill Igel was on. Uh, guys, you can check me on this. We, we had five or six phone calls in a row, all from people claiming to be conservatives and claiming to hate what the caucus is doing mm-hmm. and saying you're trying to take the vote away from the people. And that's the opposite of conservatism. Braxton. Yeah, it- I'll say the quiet part out loud. The biggest winner in this is the Democrats. Uh, if the Republicans continue to fight against each other, uh, the Democrats don't have to filibuster, which we should be the party that's filibustering. Uh, when it comes to the, the Freedom Caucus, I mean, today, I think they, they were in the Senate till 4 or 4.30 in the morning. Uh, they finally came to some type of compromise. They ended up passing all the governor's appointments uh, through, uh, which is what they were filibustering just as a point of procedure mainly. Uh, and you see the, the, the defection in is first off, Bill Eigel, 
is doing a great job of getting free press. He's on this show. He's on the front page of the Post-Dispatch every other week. The Republicans are calling him, you know, all these sorts of names. He's running for governor as the outsider, as a true conservative. If he continues to have his own party call him all that in, in earned media, he's winning. Uh, so, so if, if you were representing him, mm-hmm. you'd say... Continue, continue to do it. Oh, get get all the free media you can. Because first off, he's he's a senator from St. Charles County. You know, he represents the eastern part of, of that county. That's a small, I mean, that's a big state. And a lot of the Republican primary voters are spread out in these rural areas. He needs to make headlines. Uh, so therefore, by doing this, he is making headlines. He's, he's becoming a household name. He's always been a grassroots type guy. He has a lot of support among what I would consider the, the MAGA activists that were not Republicans until 2016. He has a lot of support among them. Uh, but the Democrats are the one thing. Uh, my fear is I don't know if the the Freedom Caucus is is this is seen this far out. My fear is that they change the Senate rules and the filibuster becomes no more. Uh, and that that is not only bad for Democrats. It's, I think it's bad for our state. Uh, it's bad for how we pass laws because laws become better when you can actually discuss them, and that's what the filibuster is for. And if and if they go away with that, and the Freedom Caucus gets, and they can pass every single conservative priority, it's I don't know how that will that be for the state. Let's take a break. We're going to come back and talk to uh, to Braxton and Kurt again. Uh, your car calls are always welcome, but especially during Think Tank. If one of the guys said something you disagree with, or you'd like to support, or you'd like to bring up a new topic, three one four four three six seventy nine hundred toll free from anywhere eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty four twenty three DGS. Think Tank, we have uh, Braxton Payne and Kurt Barr here. Uh, Kurt, you were saying that it is National Polling Person's Poll Day? Poll Worker Recruitment Day. And so poll workers, or in, in Missouri we call them election judges, are those people that are sitting behind the iPad or behind that, that big book where when you go to sign up to, to, to vote and get your ballot, they're checking off making sure you're a registered voter and getting, giving you the correct ballot. And St. Charles County, St. Louis County, St. Louis City, we all need more election judges and poll workers. Um, we're good. We're okay for the April election, but we are inviting people to sign up now so you can work an easy election. Yeah. Because when it comes to November and we need more poll workers because there's more people showing up to vote, yeah. Yeah, we want them to have that training and experience so that they can man the lines. So, and, what are the requirements and what are the benefits? So, the requirement is you have to be a registered voter in the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you have to be 18 mm-hmm. um, and you have to obviously be alive. <laughs> Um, So those are the requirements. Um, The benefits are it is a paid volunteer position. So uh, between the three different jurisdictions, we pay around $200 to $300, depending on what position you do and which jurisdiction you are. So it's it's about $15 an hour for the the long day. And then we all require training before the election when we pay you for the the training as well. And we train you on the law and the process and everything. And then we'll assign you to a, a polling place and you show up at that polling place for election day. Yeah. And then you, you work the polls and make sure everything is done in a bipartisan manner. And you're serving your country. And you're serving your country. You're serving your community. Uh, in 22, one of the little changes to election law is they, they removed that restriction that said you had to be a poll worker at your home county. So Democrats in St. Louis County can come over to St. Charles County and help mm-hmm. us out. Mm-hmm. And Republicans in St. Charles County can cross the river and, and help out uh, St. Louis County. Yeah, no and, way that goes bad. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have more Democrats in St. Charles County soon. But I will say uh, I did it when I was uh, 18 years old uh, in my first election, and it was a fun experience. I was in charge of the the electronic voting machine. Um, I was the youngest person probably in my precinct by about 50 to 60 years. Uh, so I would say it's not just for older people or retired people. It's a great uh, thing for college kids. I recruited a bunch of people when I was at Fontbonne University to go do it um, because, like you said, you can make $200 in a day. And again, yeah, it's a full day's work, but it's a good little ex- 
not cash, but it's a good little extra yeah. bit of money to do, and it's fun. And it's just something. It's not difficult, but you do take part. And if you're any, if you're civically minded, it's definitely yeah. something to do. Anyone with any sort of interest in like poli sci or something, you get to see it. Yeah, like up close. And and, and, you, and you also see like if uh, the fact of how safe and secure our elections actually yeah. are. Although, uh, did you, Kurt, happen to see in uh, Iowa when they were voting in popcorn bags? I did not see yeah, that. Yeah, you know the that, kind of thing you get at the theater? Uh-huh. That's what they're putting their votes in and counting yeah. them. Just wondered if that had any effect on you. We do not use popcorn bags in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 and, and, and to be fair, that was a caucus. So caucus yeah. rules are just yeah. very different in how they're – because you, you have to stand in a room and you have to be there and you have to be present. And then you have to move to one side of the room. Is it it's a like good party. system or are they just doing it the same way that I've never put the back window in my Jeep? Caucuses are the worst <laughs> thing ever. Caucuses are undemocratic. You have to show up at a certain time. You know, if you don't have child care, it disenfranchises – Thousands and thousands and thousands of voters. It is the worst thing. Democrats, Republicans, everyone should get rid of it. It is atrocious. That's like the fourteen percent turnout. Yeah, and it, it's it's but like I mean, how how you have to prepare months in advance for seven p.m. You have to get childcare. I mean, my child's bedtime is seven o'clock. You know, I yeah. so we would have to get a babysitter. But then that whoever's our yeah. babysitter can't go vote. Take a minute apiece. Uh, the story is that there is a a deal to be had with the border. We need it badly, but Donald Trump would like to wait so that he can do it. He's saying that a bad uh, uh, no bill is better than a bad bill, Kurt. So there are times when no bill is better than a bad bill. There's also times when doing the right thing should be done no matter who gets the credit. Um, And it is frustrating that, you know, we have people saying, you know, we shouldn't allow this good thing to occur because the wrong person will get the credit for it, even though we are saying it is a an emergency and an issue Mm -hmm. that on a daily basis is becoming a bigger and bigger problem. And so, you know. For me, it is it is frustrating that that is the the marching orders that are supposedly being given right now. Uh, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan once said, "You can get anything done in in D.C. if you didn't care who got the credit." Yeah, and it can't be emergency. It can't be both an emergency and something that we can wait on. So it, you either have to pick one or the other. It's small. Good progress is better than no progress. So uh, Democrats, it's something that we've been talking about that, the you know, immigration reform and, you know, Republicans have been on Fox News every day about it. Democrats is now something that it's been talked about more in our circles and, and we're running on it more than I think we've ever have in the past, probably since 2016. Yeah. I think we understand that it's a real problem and it's not the busing to the cities. We've th- always thought it was a real problem. We thought it was a humanitarian problem. Versus, you know, other things, uh, crime mainly. Uh, so if, if we want to get we just need to get something done. Donald Trump will derail the whole thing. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, they're whipping votes right now. The Republicans are to uh, impeach Senator Mayorkas, you know, the and, and which is just hasn't been done since the 1800s. And it, it, they rather do things like that and spend their time on that than actual passing real reform that would, you know, build a wall, uh, have more security for cameras and and border security and all those types of things, and also improve our immigration process, which has been broken since the 1980s. Thank you, fellas. Welcome back, DGS 439. Right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I hate to do it, but I have to start with Andrew. Uh, Two stories about not... Being in the greatest shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you want first? Let's start with <laughs> the one, your faux pas, your Freudian slip with Ranji. <laughs> so I was talking to Ranji earlier, and uh, he, I was telling him about something that I had done over the weekend that he was also uh, hoping to be a part of, but he went to Chicago instead. And uh, uh, I think, Kevin, you might have been in the room for this one. I, I was uh, I said, I was trying to tell him that I, that I was just slamming cocktails, right? Yeah. And I effortlessly. You said you had four each. I effortlessly. I said I was uh, slamming hot dogs. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was just slamming hot dogs. And yeah. He was like, wow, you really had that loaded up in the barrel, ready to go. I was like, yep. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. Normally, when I say I'm slamming something, it, it it's is hot dogs. Preceded by hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> just having an elegant hot dog as a nightcap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so instead of cocktailing you hot dog, I have a hot dog. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> I have a hot. Don't I have say. A, that. I have a hot dog hour. So parties at nine will be hot dogging around seven. Mm-hmm. Hope you can attend the hot dog hour. I and, did read. Uh, I just. I know what you're going to talk about with the Panera. Uh huh. I'm just worried about you. I just feel better when I drink them. Okay. <laughs> I, the, the Panera. <laughs> since you can't see what I'm the saying, evil, yeah. the evil Andrew Panera reached lemonade. back. That's why he did this. Yeah. He reached back and grabbed his. Charged uh-huh. caffeine, charged killing people every day, lemonade because you just feel better. It just makes me feel better when I drink it. Now, um, Braxton, our friend Braxton, who I mean, he's so smart. I mean, you just heard him on the think tank. Uh, he told me that that's caffeine addiction. Um, now, mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that's right. I think it's just because it is a magical uh, elixir that is uh, <laughs> that is making me feel good about myself. So I'm going to keep drinking them. <laughs> Uh, he treats those things like some people are treating booze. <laughs> I will say over the Christmas break, I took several charged lemonade little siestas during the day. I would <laughs> didn't do a lot of leaving my apartment, but I would leave and go get a charged lemonade. And the lemonade is a delight it's on a delight. top of the fact that it's charged. And several times I was like, well, maybe I'll just get the normal lemon. Nah, I'm going to go ahead and get I the didn't charge. know you were into this too. Yeah, I've, I've had uh, maybe like five or six of them. 
They're really good. Do you get that light, that large, that large size that he gets, or do you get the yes, normal person size? I get the large one. Okay. If you're not getting the large one, why are you even doing it? <laughs> but I, I you gotta have seven cups of coffee, not four. Openly admit that I am addicted to caffeine, and if I don't get caffeine, I get headaches. So. Hmm. I'm not trying to. Stup- I think Andrew needs question. to come to terms yes. as well. Is there a sugar-free version or is it all full sugar and caffeine? There is a sugar-free uh, charged sip, as they call them. Uh, it's awful. It's blood he, orange. He uh, hates on this thing so much that I'm, like, scared to try it. <laughs> it's quite, I want to spend my money it's on quite, it. It's one of the worst things I've ever tasted. Uh, so not only does it have enough caffeine to kill a human being, but it's loaded with sugar, too. And I'm yeah. open to sugar-free. I drink sugar-free stuff. I only drink sugar-free, uh, uh, what do you call it, energy drinks. Except this one. Uh, <laughs> except, <laughs> except this really big 42-ounce one. this enormous one that is in my hand right now. You need that sugar for that lemonade. <laughs> yeah. do, you, uh, do you not crash? No, not really on these, weirdly enough. Um, with I have found when it comes to energy drinks, it's it's... You just got to, certain ones will make me crash, certain ones won't. You kind of just got to find the ones. I love that, that as he's saying everything, he's holding it up in front of him like it's the Goblet of Destiny. The Holy Grail. I've got a teeny bit left that I've been saving to get me to get well, me, to get me make, you, get, make sure you get through the rest of the night. Yeah. Let's make sure that you're good and jacked up for bedtime. Mm-hmm, that's the plan. <laughs> Did you drink several of these in a day recently? Did I hear this correctly? Uh, I told her. I have I have drank more than one in a day. Um, That's okay. Yes. You don't. Have, all right. <laughs> you, you told us you'd had three, yeah. and you're working on four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't always do that, but there have been times where I My. have. I, I hope have, you don't always do that. My goodness. And don't, typically, I will try to limit it to one in the morning that I I pace out throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's one in the morning that isn't gone in the morning. You know, it's just kind of you know, it's whatever the whatever the beast requires of you that day. <laughs> Rach, why are people eating toothpicks? What? So this is something that's gone viral. I, I guess it's a thing in Korea. They Their toothpicks are made out of, like, soybeans or something. So you can deep fry them, and they they turn, like, they get, like, curly, and they, you can put seasoning on them. But toothpicks in the United States are not made out of ingestible materials. So <laughs> they've had to put out a PSA, like, please don't try this trend because... It's yeah, really bad you, for you. you I, I've heard of this. Uh, people will see like Korean TikTokers like, do you ever eat your toothpicks? And then they eat like a toothpick because like Rachel said, they're totally uh, edible. <laughs> do you and eat then, wood? And then <laughs> yes. you two have the same story about a woman cleaning the Burger King bathrooms. I said that <laughs> just, <laughs> just <laughs> like Trump. I the Burger King. No, I did not do that. Can I say one thing about Trump? About his dropper, he's like Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, all the Burger big King. ones. Burger Those King. are all the big. I mean, he was 100% he right. Rich, he knows, let me he tell knows you fast food. With all my problems I have with Donald Trump, yeah. his expertise in fast food is not something I would ever question. No. It's the most no. relatable thing about him. Yeah. But no, there was, there. this is happening all over TikTok, actually. I just saw one lady who went into the Burger King bathroom <laughs> and Burger she King. cleaned it for free. I mean, this is becoming a trend where it's like, I'm going to go work a shift at Target without getting paid and film it. And it's just a little, I mean, people are doing it for clout, but I'm certain they're getting See, in the way and causing problems I, as I, they do so. I can never stop the lawyer from coming out. If I'm a manager or an owner at Burger King, I don't want you cleaning my bathroom. Oh, no. Yeah. Because if you use a substance you shouldn't and someone gets burned or you fall and hit your head, like... Or someone else does. The Target, yeah. the target girl that went super viral oh, a couple weeks ago, Everyone was very upset with her. Like, for example, she found, like, a cart that looked like it was being stocked, and she's like, I just went ahead and finished stocking it. 
And people were in the comments like, okay, first of all, there are carts out for other reasons. Sometimes you're pulling stuff for a big online order that you just undid all that work. You know what? Uh, you just made me think of something. We've all been grocery shopping. And since the advent of DoorDash, I feel like I can tell who's DoorDashing. Yeah. And it's mostly because they pull their cart from the front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thinking, well, there must be an advantage to this because the people who shop all day are doing it that way, but I can't bring myself to do it because I'm afraid I'll look stupid. You know mm. why they're doing that? No. Versus like a regular pushing no. from behind. As somebody who's done Instacart, it's because you know where you're going. Uh, whereas when you're like looking for stuff, you, you might push it from behind. But when you know where you're going, you're just grabbing it as fast as you can because you're going as fast as you can. And you know exactly due to the app where you're going. You know, you know what shelf you're going to. You know what aisle. It tells you that in the app? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, like if you go to, um, like like I've I've Instacarted at Schnooks before, for example. So it will tell you it's it's in the it's in this aisle, in this spot, uh, or this end cap, Rich, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know you do live for Schnooks. Can mm-hmm. we do that as well? Do you know? Can we put our list into an app and it tells us where to find it? Yeah, the Schnooks Rewards app will tell you what aisle your, oh, your item so is in. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet. Just make sure you have it set on the proper store. I really enjoy uh, the the only problem I have with Instacart is that a lot of times uh, when something's out of stock, it's hard to get people to be receptive. To, mm-hmm. Like these people really have to be paying attention to their phone to get my messages where I'm like, "Hey, they're out of this. Yeah. What do you want? I can't move on until you tell me." But I enjoy it. It's fun to shop for people. It, it feels like you're helping people, and it's it's just it's fun. Yeah, to the people I see there look like they're having a blast. <laughs> 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 I'm always jealous. Like, wish I could be shopping for someone else. Uh, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.